and welcome to Like Matter Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. And me, Tom Allen. Hello. Coming live from France. Coming live from the, s- the south of France, actually, yes. Well, southern France. Where are you? Um, Aix-en-Provence. Sure. But I don't really know where that is, but... Well, I thought I was being all, like, good for the environment, so I came down by train. Right. And that was really nice. However, um... What did you do? Jump on the Eurostar. Take us through the journey. Come on, you know how I love the train content. Give it to me. So, of course, this is right up your street. Um, right up your train alley. Um, I, <laughs> I, right up, right up my tracks. <laughs> Tom, I said to you before, we can't keep talking about can't my Eurotunnel. Stop calling it my Eurotunnel. Um, the thing is, it um, was lovely. The Eurostar's lovely. But I um, was a little bit late because... Classic. Perfect, because just to make it really stressful. And I want to move the <laughs> train back um, by half well, an personally, hour. personally, excuse me, would you mind changing the train by half an no, hour? I'm, I don't I'm see why that train can't just wait. <laughs> make them wait, for goodness sake. Um, no, I said, is there any way that um, we could maybe, maybe um, move my ticket? Because it's, all the tickets are supposed to be flexible. But they were like, why would you do that? And I was like, just because I want to. Um, and they were like, mm, I'll try. And it was really difficult. So I ended up rushing to get the first one I was on. Changed at Lille. Well, that was fine. And the Eurostar's lovely. And of course, it's beautiful and very spacious and comfortable. But then I changed for the TGV. And the TGV was not the glamorous experience I was hoping it was going to be. Well, it was, just, it was just a bit sort of old and a bit crowded and a bit sort of... Everything just felt a bit difficult. Was it one of the ones that's on two floors? Is it double-decker? No, that's what I wanted to be on, one of those that feel really modern. Yeah, they're it's quite exciting like in France, aren't they, double-decker trains? That, like, the sort of thing we used to get to, like, Nottingham back in the day. And quite With warm. one of those windows, you've got to push down and put your hand out. <laughs> I don't think it did. They go so fast, the TGV. But, like, there was someone next to oh. me in the window seat, and there was all the seats were occupied, and I was a bit tired, and it was just a bit... Uh... Did no one bring any wine? And then I thought about going, get, going to get some wine. I thought, oh, I should use this time to do some work. And I went to try and buy some water. But, you know, in French, the word for water is l'eau, l'eau. Um, but I never say it right. And so I get really embarrassed. And there were lots of people in the cafe car. Like, I said, l'eau, l'eau. And they were like, where, where? Do you want this or do you want that? And I was like, sure. And they ended up giving me, like, sparkling water in a tin. And I don't like that. But I didn't know how to say that. So you had to have sparkling water that you didn't like? I had to have sparkling water I didn't like. But I did go to a Paul's patisserie on the way. Um, so I had a nice baguette and a and tartar citron to enjoy. Oh, well, that's nice. Every cloud and all that. But because it was so crowded, I felt like everybody was like looking at me every bite. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking, who's that greedy little girl? Yeah. Who's that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? I don't know. It just sort of felt a bit like every crunkle of the paper. They were like, oh, there he is. Eating again, is he? I was like, I'm just trying to pass the time. And it was so long, it took like four and a half hours. Well, on the TVG, or whatever it's called? Yeah. Oh, Tom. I tried to save the environment, but I got a bit put up. So you burnt a mattress in protest? Yeah, I just took some plastics and set fire to them, yeah. That seems like the right thing to do. That's the best thing, isn't it? That's the best thing I could do. That's what you can really do in this scenario. I just think if you're going to do something to save the climate, then you've got to tell people about it, right? Oh, my God. I mean, we know people on social media that do a lot of that. Oh my god. Letting people know what good guys they are. There should be a term for that, shouldn't there? Like, is it like virtue splaining or something? <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Or, 
yeah, it's sort of a cross between a humble brag oh, yeah. and a virtue signal. Yeah. It's a humble signal. A humble signal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me, I'm or, a virtu- or a virtue brag. I mean, what I should be doing, of course, if I was doing it properly, would be like saying to everybody, it's brilliant and absolutely faultless. And But what you're saying is jump on a plane. It's actually, you know what, just get on a plane, treat yourself. <laughs> and if you can, burn some plastics on route. And, you know, just do whatever you want. Yeah, basically. Well, then, of course, I undid it all because we went up for dinner in this really like nice little restaurant that had like an open fire, and I got really excited. And we ordered a steak to share, which was, you know, red meat is like terrible for the environment, isn't it? But Alfie, who, who knows France, he said, and they said, how would you like it cooked? He was like, à poire, medium. And, I, and then I was like, is that how you'd have it to the waiter? And they were like, well, we like it a bit more rare. And I was like, we should have it rare, Alf. That was too rare. It was too rare for Alf. It was, I can cope with it, but you wouldn't like it. And Alfie didn't like it. We had to send it back. No, me and Alf are the same in that respect. We had to send Absolutely it back. not. Um, so what's your plans while you're in en français? Um, well, I'm going to do a bit of work in the mornings and then I'm going to join yes. Alfie down by the swimming pool in the afternoon. That's very nice. That's the ambition. That's a nice idea. That's the ambition. And what's the area like? Have you had a little... Now, have you done the classic holiday thing of having yeah. a little explore we did once actually. you put your bags down? We went, we went for a little walk last night. Yeah, it was quite buzzing in the town. Is um, it quite buzzing in the town? Yeah, the hotel's very Do you quiet. think there's many gays? Well... There's a couple of Americans um, who are um, who are at breakfast with their like heterosexual friends. I think is what the, is what they are. I think they're like a gay couple and a straight couple on holiday. And I always sort of try and smile. You know me, I like to smile at the international gays. Um, and yes, gays actually, but they aren't picking up what I'm putting down. Smiley gays, the gays. Yeah, they're not smi- They're not smiley gays. I'm not smiling. Not they're not smiley gays. We're smiley gays. Hello, that sort of thing. <laughs> Hello. Hello. They're not. They're like, uh, we're American. We'll just do whatever we want. And we're from it. DC. We're quite serious gays. I imagine they're That's very mine. serious gays. Yeah, very serious gays. Exactly that. Very gays. serious gays. Gays that so, are reading all the books. Not like us, Tom. Yes. But yeah, I was I was worried that they might bully us, but they they seem okay. I don't think they're going to bully you, Tom. I think that you're carrying quite a lot of stuff from school. That you yeah. probably need to... Maybe in France you could put that down somewhere and leave it there. Yeah, maybe that's true. Maybe there's maybe maybe we found an opportunity. You know that little safe in your room? Oh, yeah. Maybe so... you could pour all that stress in there and then lock it and put a number on it. My goodness. I don't think the safe's big enough. I've already, I've already <laughs> put my laptop in there. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Do you have a vault? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea, Suze. I'm not going to let that ruin it. Because... No. We don't know what's going through their minds. In my mind, I'm like they're trying, they're jockeying to be the alpha gays, and I'm like, I think they probably haven't even noticed. And that's is, as a gay, that's the worst. That's even worse. I'm so sorry. Had you popped your collar on your polo shirt like you have right now? Um, no, at the time, no. But see, that's the thing. Maybe if you'd popped your collar, oh, they wouldn't. They would know I was a a lad, lad, lad. Oh yeah. Okay, One of those lads, a tracky boy lad. Oh yeah, it's a tracky scally <laughs> lad. A tracky scally lad. <laughs> Are they still around? I thought it was a real her. thing in the two thousands. Wasn't it? Do you remember um, what was that? Fit lads. It was called that club in. I didn't. I never went to it. I don't know. But, no. Um, um, it was always advertised in the back of those magazines, like QX, that you get free in gay bars. Oh, do you know what? Talking of magazines that you, not, these are ones that you'd buy. Oh yes. We so. had. 
we had a response about you reading Butt magazine. Oh, what do people say? So, um, let me just. I mean, of all the periodicals to subscribe to, (laughs) Butt magazine. Hello, both. You're both amazing, and I love your podcast. Susie, Tom made reference to Butt magazine in a recent podcast, describing it as a mixture of chat and jock straps. Yes. It definitely surfed the line between chat and more sexy things. I would say it's slightly more jockstrap than chat, without meaning to embarrass Tom. It was brilliant, and it's rather a shame it doesn't exist anymore. If you feel the need to thumb through an edition, and Tom's are buried in his garden, so they might be soiled now, please let me know and I can lend you two compendiums of butt. The butt book and Forever Butt. Oh my Um, goodness. It might raise a few eyebrows and there might be a few pearl clutching moments, but it was a great read. And Tom has gone up even higher in my imagination for being a reader. Mm. Keep being sweet as you both are, Jamie. Oh, Jamie, thank you for that kind librarian-esque uh, <laughs> Note message, yes, and missive. Oh, how lovely! Oh, that's good to know that we're not alone in the butts. No, I'd hate to be alone in the butts. Um, Do you think this is the sort of thing they took down on lockdown parenting hell? I think this is. I imagine <laughs> this is exactly what they talk about on lockdown parenting hell. <laughs> what do they talk about? Like their children and stuff screaming all the time. I know, like an off menu. And off menu. Do you think they talk about Bat Magazine and off menu. You see, that's the sort of content you don't get on the, either of those ones. Well, that's the thing. On Parenting Hell, isn't it like, oh, the kids were screaming again? Isn't that the sort of yeah, thing? Yeah, I think that's the sort of thing. It's not, my mum almost found my copies of Bart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think... <laughs> it wasn't so much my mum, it was my Auntie Pearl. Well, of course. Because it was in the I'm... bedside cabinet right by where the bed she was sleeping in. Yeah. What were you going to say? Because that's what? Uh, no, I was going to say you don't want Pearl to clutch her pearls. Oh, lovely work. Lovely, lovely. stuff there, actually. Lovely work. Um, has your mum still got a voice from Auntie Pearl being here? Or do you think that's gone forever now? They've been talking a lot, I think. Um, <laughs> Auntie, Aunt, well, Auntie Pearl um, and her lover chit-chat, um, they came round on Sunday and Auntie Pearl was like, we're going to just do um, some food um, like we would have in Australia. You know, no fuss cooking, so no one's standing around in the kitchen. But they bought so much food. There was nine of us and they bought food for, like, easily... I would say a um, a, a grandparent's uh, birthday. Like, do you know what I mean? It was like <laughs> that level of buffet. What is a grandparent's birthday? How many people would you say is at a grandparent's birthday? I would say thirty people at a grandparent's right, birthday. Okay. Do you know what I mean? What about like, what about a great aunt's birthday? Less or more? Um, I suppose I, it depends if she's a a grandmother, herself. a grandma herself. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, but if not a grandma herself, then probably less. As I said that, I realised okay. that would be me one day. But um, <laughs> no, you'll have all your you'll have all your friends that have foisted their children upon you. Oh, good God! Yeah, then I'll be on parenting hell, won't I? There you go. Yeah, I'm exhausted. Mm. Um, I have actually been on parenting hell for the listeners' reference. Well, um, of course you have, Tom. Of course, talked about it upwards, didn't I? Talked about my own parents. The very clever, actually. Subverting always. Always subverting, perverting. Um, but Susie, tell me, you've been to um, Outraged Pilates. What's it called? Pilates Reformer. Yes. It doesn't um, like reform your soul or your personality. I think it just reforms your body. Oh, I assumed it was some sort of religious ceremony. Re- ceremony. Yeah, I thought it was a, a, well, a sect. Do you know what? I do feel quite a lot of relief afterwards. So maybe in a way, I have joined a cult. But I'm sort of fine with that. Yes. Oh. Um, I'm in gym gear. 
Oh, Suze, I wonder why you're moving the camera down. Um, so you can see my rock hard. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see my big muscles. Very big muscles. Does it get you muscly then? Well, well, you know, star of Tad Lesso and friend of ours, Brett Goldstein. Yes, does she do it? He, <laughs> he's got his fit bod yeah. from doing Pilates Reformer. I mean, I imagine he does other things as well, but he's very into Pilates Reformer. That's why he's got such a good core. That's why cuddling him is like cuddling a tree. Oh my goodness, I haven't cuddled him for such a long time. Oh, it's like cuddling a tree. If you want to know, oh, it's sort of like cuddling Joel Domit. Oh. You know how it's just like hugging a mass of muscle? Oh, I see, yeah. Ooh, that's, that's a mass of muscles. Yeah. So I went to there this morning to do it. It's been. Nice, it's been nice very lot good down there. Nice lot down at the village. No, do you know what? There's not a lot of chit chat, I'd say. Oh, wow. Uh, you know me. I try to encourage chit chat. Hi, how's it going? Well, like me with the gays. Oh, around that was the pool. hard. Oh. I would say that's something I shouldn't say to the gays around the pool. What was that? <laughs> oh, that was hard. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should. Why don't you bring up Butt Magazine? Excuse me, you're gays, right? Do you read a magazine called Butt? I'm so sorry, I overheard your conversation. May I assume you've been a purchaser of Butt Magazine? <laughs> you look like the type that might enjoy Butt. Have you thought about reading the magazines? Because <laughs> you've always got a copy with you, haven't you? Under my arm, yes. <laughs> Roll that. Like a dad that's walked out the toilet. <laughs> under his arm <laughs> yes exactly I just like to do the crossword oh my god what would the crossword be in but I don't know maybe it would be a word search I think it was always very amusing it was very witty I liked it was it American um, I th- it had an American bend to it um, but Tom, you're not allowed to say that anymore. Say that anymore. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know if it might, it might have been like an American living in the Netherlands. I, that's so specific. I love it. Yeah, that's. My... It was an American living in the Netherlands who wrote mag, who wrote the magazine. But have you been to Amsterdam? Only with you. Oh, that we time. went together briefly. Yeah. That's my only time. You'd love it. And that's really time very we did that that thing. They said we could have two tickets on the Eurostar, and I forgot to use mine up. Well, I've got to use them now. I could have used them on this trip, but it was too late. I've used mine. Yeah, I know. Well, don't tell them that. Tom, that was about ten years ago. I know, but look, (laughs) a a promise is a promise. (laughs) We also had the pandemic in the middle, so everyone just chill out. Yeah, so actually, it's been like three months. Yeah. Um, but Susan, I'm so glad you went down to the Pilates. Is there um, like a cafe situation afterwards, or is it like no, get out now? No, it's very much in and out. It's got it's got a real busy mum vibe. Oh god! You know, yeah. lots of people. I think they've just done the school run. Yeah, oh, busy just, mum. Just but... park the um, park the cash guy outside and run in. Park the cash guy. I mean, it's it's in quite a nice part of Beckenham, so I'd say some of them are parking the range. Oh, or maybe a Mercedes GLS. C or something, whatever that one is called. The TLC, like the, the girl band. Oh, I love TLC. They were so good. Oh, weren't they? What the the Mercedes No Scrubs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love that car. Love that car. Great car. Uh, um, <laughs> so, oh, so they're a bit like that. Not very friendly. It's not that they're not friendly. There's just not a lot of chit chat happening. There's a couple of gay guys that do classes, and they're quite fun. They'll be like, "Come on, girls! Come oh, on, ladies!" 
There's oh, a bit of that. Why can't you go to their class? Go to their class. Well, I try to go to some of them. The teachers are all great, I've got to say. But there's just not a lot of chit-chat in the shoe room. Mm, oh, well, oh, and I've still got my weird Pilates socks on, look. What are they? Oh, those grippy ones. Oh, They're grippy, but also they're separated in the toes, so it's like wearing gloves on your feet. Like, like yeah, like tote socks. Oh, yeah. I've put a picture of my socks on Instagram stories, and Michael Chakravarti said that I had gone so far down in his estimation that I wore them and it made him sick. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Well, at least you won't be slipping in the sick because you've got those lovely grippy socks on. <laughs> well, that's the thing. So mm. sorry. <laughs> in fairness to Michael, mm. there was a lot of people that sent me a very similar message. He was, he was just the most prominent one. Oh. He's a man of the people. Yeah, he understands how people think. Um, well, you know, if that's nice, you wear those socks. Are other people wearing them in the class? Or are you the only one? Oh, no, Tom, it's very much... It's very much the uniform. Oh, there's a uniform. The thing is, that's how Beckenham's changed since I was born there. It's become a bit like that. I think it used to be a bit mm. more like Hyacinth Bouquet. Now it's become a bit like... Ang- you know those people who are quite like angrily competitive? I think it's a bit like that. Oh, yeah. You mean like us? <laughs> exactly like <laughs> us, you know. <laughs> Um, um, yes. Should we have some listener emails, Tom? I would love that, Susie. Do you know, we had such a lovely response from last week's episode where we were talking about anxiety. Oh, yeah. And, and our experiences in Edinburgh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, people, people really enjoyed um, the fact that we were talking very openly about anxiety. So I think it's Ooh. good to say, yeah, Bab, we all get it. Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah, that's really lovely, nice. isn't it? Um, do they comment on any of my Randy Moore comments? Your Randy Moore comments? No. No, none at all, actually. I was worried that was going to attract a lot of um, negativity. No. Right, shall we? Hey, it's Susie and Tom. Just a quick message Mm -hmm. to ask if you could give a massive happy birthday to my wife, Emma, please. We're both huge fans of you both, the pod, naturally. And I know listening to you both particularly brightens her week and she genuinely looks forward to a Wednesday. You've kept her company throughout the lockdown and we both listened back to previous episodes when we do our cross-country trips from Essex to Northumberland to see family. Gosh, that's a run, isn't it? That is a long way, isn't it? It's it's lovely to laugh along with you and so many stories and experiences ring very true to us, which is both comforting and often hilarious. We got married last summer after 13 years together. 13 years, that's so good. After having met at university and I promised to give her a shout out back then, but I never got my act together. Brackets, soz babes. Must have. Um, It's great that you've got an act. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so good. You need an act these days. Hope this goes some way to making up for it. It's her birthday on Wednesday, the 18th of May. Oh, so I might have missed the boat. You haven't missed the boat. It's the day that this goes out. It's tomorrow. Oh, it's tomorrow. If you manage to spot this message, please tell her that she's awesome and I love her so much. Oh. And they said a very nice thing about my stand-up special, which is lovely. Oh, Suze, that's so nice. Keep up the fab work and thanks for being your excellent, like-minded selves. Thank you And friends much. to us and so many others. Lots of love. And that's from Tess. Tess, well done. And happy birthday. Happy birthday, Emma. Emma. I was going to say Natalie, but that's not her name. Happy birthday. That's not her name. That's not her name. Happy birthday, Emma. Have you met at university 13 years ago? I wonder whether they had like an LGBT sock then. I bet it wasn't quite as... University now seems so inclusive. Mm. I wonder if it was back then. 2009. I mean, yeah, they probably would have been. You were having a terrible Edinburgh. (laughs) I was probably having a terrible time in Edinburgh. (laughs) And... Was that too harsh? No, 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 it's no. absolutely true. I was just thinking about it. Yeah, I was trying to think what I was doing. Yeah, that's lovely they met at university. I wonder what university so it was. Nice. In my mind, it's Reading, but I don't know why. 
I'm going to say it's um, Bath. Oh. That's what I'm getting from them. But the same direction out of London. Very much the same. Very much the same sort of gist. Should we have another? Should we, we have another one? Yeah. This one's called Hot Tom! Exclamation mark. Oh my. Hi guys. Whilst waiting for my flight tonight at George Best City Airport in Belfast, <gasps> I looked up from my point and saw the lovely, tanned, incredibly sharply dressed Tom, Al- <gasps> Tom Allen. <laughs> I almost said your name wrong. <laughs> Tom Avon. <laughs> Ding dong! I wanted to come over and say how much I enjoyed your book and how it really resonated with me, but I didn't want to disturb your drink with the handsome Joel Domit, so I decided to leave it. I've been trying to work out why you were in Belfast, but I can't find anything. Did I miss a gig? As a native Belfaster, I hope you enjoyed your visit. For my sins, I work in mortgages, so I might see you soon at one of your corporate events. <laughs> I saw Susie host one pre-COVID and she was excellent. Oh, that's oh, nice. That's nice. But sometimes quite it's tricky. Well. Love the podcast. Keep up the good work. P.S. Tom, you're looking fit. Wow. Love Gav. Gav, thank you very much. Um, I was in Belfast because I was filming a thing about DNA. Um, DNA journeys, um, and I'll just say that with the Joel Domet, with Joel Domet, because you do it as a as a pair. We had a lovely time. Do we find out that you and Joel Domet are brothers? Um, no, couldn't couldn't oh, be shame. less related actually. Really, <laughs> in, in terms of our family histories. Um, but uh, yeah, all will be revealed. All will be revealed. Did you did you and him jump in the sea at the end of the record as well? Um, yeah, we did. And, um, he loves getting naked in the sea. I said, keep your pants on, though, Joel, please. Yeah, come on, Joel. Come on. Can you keep the snake in the cage? <laughs> Is that what you say? Keep the snake well, in the tank. Anyway, yeah. Um, but the, <laughs> oh, um, yeah. <laughs> the... Very thin mesh. <laughs> oh, my God. But um, I put on a bit of timber recently, and uh, I was a bit worried about having a picture taken of myself in my swimming gear. Um, but actually, I didn't mind it. You know, I quite like being a bit. You you look great. I don't know what you're talking about. I thought how nice you looked in your undies. Oh, thanks, babe. Thanks. Not in a pervy way. No. Actually, it was in a pervy way. Super pervy. I was like, pervy. fit, Tom. Super yeah. perv, yeah. Um, I quite like being a little <laughs> bit more... Um, what is the word? More to love. <laughs> no, I just think that that's what suits your body shape. I think, like, trying to achieve a body that won't look right on you you just look great as you are right now yeah I've given up on having a you do a bit of exercise you eat what you like have a nice time have a nice life we're all going to die one day that's true Suze that's a good way of looking at it I had a lovely omelette for breakfast did you? what this morning? what did you have in it? Um, cheese and ham oh nice though Mm, I was going to put mushroom in it but then Alfie doesn't like mushrooms and I thought I don't don't want to upset him what? you eating mushroom might upset him? well no but it'll I don't know. I don't know why I thought it. I think Alfie would not have given a shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he would have cared, actually. Yeah, Lovely fruits, though. I tell you, the thing about France I love, serving implements. You're not allowed to call us that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so childish. Go uh, on. No, I was just going to say I love the serving implements. Oh, what, the little tongs and things? Yes, I love all that. They serve it beautifully. Everything's so elegant. That's the thing, it's France, isn't it? Oh, it's très élégant. Yeah. Très élégant. Right, should we have one more email before I let you get back to your holiday? It's very kind of you to take time off of your holiday to speak to our like-minded friends. Well, my goodness, I wouldn't miss it for the world. I'm, I, I mean, I hope they're not rolling their eyes because I've got the um, earphones in rather than the mic. Because I didn't want to bring the microphone with me because I thought, what if I get stopped at the Eurostar? It looks like a gun. Well, there's that, of course. 
is my weapon of choice. And um, also, I just thought if they say it was Tom in the pantry with the microphone, <laughs> with a very heavy microphone. Well, I just thought if they stop me and go, why have you got this? I'll say well, I'm making a podcast, and they'll say, well, have you got a visa to do that or something? You know what I mean? Oh, uh, that would all be very and stressful. I yes, very I stressful. think people can understand. I think the fact that you've come to us live from holiday is is very kind. Well, I'm doing a bit of work while I'm here anyway, so. Right, let's have one more email. Dearest Tom and Susie, long-term listener, first-time emailer, I wanted to say a massive thank you to the both of you for keeping me entertained on my commute to work and even in the office on slow days. There have been many times that I have listened to the pod and thought I should send in my two cents worth. I know in a previous podcast you spoke about audience participation. Well, I had the pleasure of being dragged up on stage a few times. The most memorable was at a Julian Clary show where I had to drop my jeans in front of 2,400 people. Different times. It was a short, interactive play during his set. Luckily, I had a nice clean pair of pants on, which does suggest that sometimes he doesn't have nice clean pants on, but mm. let's not go into that. Mm. My other memory was at a Cranks, Cranksy Sisters show oh. where I was picked out of the crowd to play the tambourine for one of their songs. <laughs> Classic moment. Classic. I would love to see you both perform at the Melbourne Comedy Fest. My partner and I saw Tom a few years back, 2019, and it was an amazing show, full of laughs, plus we enjoyed the banter we had with him as the power gay couple. Ooh. Oh, what are the chances? Mm. Power gays are everywhere. They're everywhere. On another note, we also have an issue with foxes in our street. In Australia. And we also have them in the manicured garden. (laughs) Unfortunately, I can't help on how to keep them out. <laughs> Thank you once again for your rating podcast. Oh. I also loved listening to Tom's audiobook on a recent long road trip. It's oh. a must for all like minded friends. Lots and lots of love from your like minded friend, Duncan. Bye bye. Bye bye bye. Bye bye bye. Duncan, I think, has really got the measure of us. He... I think Duncan, I feel like when we go to Melbourne, we should meet up with Duncan. I think Duncan will know exactly where to go for brunch. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I, he's got brunch written all over him. He's got brunch. If you cut him, he's got <laughs> he's, brunch running through him like a stick of rock. He's 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 a poached egg with with a hollandaise sauce on top. Have I? Have I? Yeah, he's just avocado inside. I love the idea, the idea as well of a manicured garden, and I can really picture that in Melbourne. Just them out there with their scissors, just trimming up the book. <laughs> yeah. And saying that, I've got to have that done this week. Oh, um, good for you. So joke about going for a wax. <laughs> Be careful. Don't use... Well, this is another podcast. All I'll say is, you know, those clippers, they can be... They're a dangerous thing. They're a dangerous thing. I pay a lady in a basement in Soho to do it for me. It's what? all above board. Well, it doesn't sound like it is. It sounds like it's exactly below the board. <laughs> it's just it's just below Bell. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think that's enough. That's Very enough. crude today. Lots of butt chat. Me oh. talking about wax. Oh, well. We, 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 this used to be a classy podcast. Oh, used to be, didn't it? Used to be. Not anymore. Filth. And everybody right. listens. All the rallies. <laughs> um, so, all the rallies. All the rallies. Um, but no, Suze, this has been lovely. Well, you just get back to cooling down after whatever the it is I'm doing um, and you have a nice time you're going to do a show tonight I'm doing a preview tonight yes Lovely. actually if people are interested I'm putting all my previews on Instagram if you're around London I think I've got one in Bristol as well I'm doing them in warm up to the show and then I'm going to do a small run at the Soho Theatre in the little room upstairs in the summer um, in, in August of, of the new show and then the tour starts properly sort of at the end of September but if you want to watch my Amazon special lots of people have said really lovely things about oh, it so and a couple of people messaged to say I can hear Tom's laugh oh that's nice <laughs> which is nice oh. um, so if you want to listen to that please do um, 
Tom, we're still getting loads of messages of people saying about how much they enjoy your book. So if you haven't read it or oh. listened to it, guys, you've got to do it. It's so good. Oh, that's so, so nice. Good. Oh, well, please, so thank, good. please, thank you. Please, thank you. Please, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and if you watch my special and read Tom's book, you get two sides of our trip in New York. Oh, yes. That's a good way of Me looking at it. Me throwing up in a gallery and Tom having... A lovely queer time. It was. <laughs> you really feel like you've gone on holiday with us then. You really feel like you've come with you've us. Done that and you're disgusted by us both. Yes, and you're absolutely appalled. <laughs> um, so that's great. Oh, well, lovely stuff. Okay, well, do you enjoy your holiday? When are you back, babes? I'm back on Sunday, babes. Okay, babes. All right, then. I'm back. Okay, babes. Um, I'll speak to you then. Okay, you have I'll a lovely speak... time. All right, dear. Okay, I'll speak to you okay, later. Then, okay, bye. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye. Bye-bye, 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 bye-bye.